that's been really fortunate where I came in and they were already customer led and customer focused, our CEO and, and three co-founders. So that made it really appealing. And I actually was a prospect in my company of Slap5 prior to coming on board and working. So I saw the value and the benefit of the product and how it can help with, with capturing customer voice. So it made it a little easier because I had the use case in mind of being a customer and then just bringing over that mentality of my customer facing roles and product planning and process planning and program launching, that all kind of fit in really nicely. Welcome to CSM Toolbox. Every month, I'll be featuring a guest to share with us their experiences and provide us with insights from their industry. I had the opportunity to talk to Dana Alvarenga, Director of Customer Experience at Slap5. She'll share with us her journey, her advice for people breaking into customer-facing roles, and what it takes to maintain a customer-led mindset. Join me and let's open that toolbox. We have been members of a similar community. I was really interested in having a chat with you and you will have a lot of insights to share with us today. So thank you so much for that. Great. What I was wondering, especially from your previous roles, what skills do you think are transferable to a customer experience role? Yes, definitely. So that's a great question. And, and thanks for having me, Isabel. The best thing, I mean, coming from, I've always been in really customer facing roles, if they've been in sales or business development, training, and I think the big part of coming from kind of a customer success account management type role into more of a customer experience facing is just making sure that you continue to hone in on your sales skills because you have to be able to sell yourself internally and externally because you're selling yourself internally because more likely than not, your role within experience or the processes you're putting into place are new. It's something brand new and um, maybe you need to sell yourself to other teams, to leadership, and then selling yourself externally dependent upon what type of experience you're looking to put out to your customers. If it's a customer program or a new onboarding or customer journey, it might be a change for some customers who may know the product better than you. So you just have to continually hone in on your sales skills and just always make sure you're you're selling yourself internally and externally would be the, I think, biggest thing that's been transferable. I do agree. And people from different backgrounds, they are just trying to figure things out, really. People that are new to customer success or customer experience, even, are there any other must-haves or good-to-haves as well? Yeah, I would say with breaking into, may it be, any type of customer-facing role, customer success, customer experience, especially if it's a new role, which is usually what I like to do. It's a new role. So you're you're paving the way and making it capitalize on a quick win as soon as possible. So really get into that role or get into if it's a new organization or it's a new role within your same organization, take inventory of what exists, what processes exist, what content exists. And then the second piece is talk to your customers and see what experience do they like? What processes have they like? Where are their gaps? Where are their holes? And try to fill in one of those holes or elevate one of those positive experiences and get that quick win to one, prove yourself internally and prove yourself to the customers that you're going to be a value add to their experience into their um, time using the product. And what you mentioned there about those quick wins and maybe take stock of what's there, because I think it happens sometimes when you're even the first hire are a startup, for example. And my next question will be, 
when that's the case where perhaps there is not even a process that you can look at that you actually have to build it from scratch? What would be your advice to that either first hire in experience, in success, customer education, just joining a startup? Well, I think the best thing is to put yourself in the customer's shoes and go through the experience of what does it look like to go through the sales cycle? What does it look like to purchase? What does it look like? What communication do you get? What training do you get? One, it gets you trained up on the product and lets you become an expert of the product, but also allows you to see, oh, great, we need an onboarding process from when it goes from sales to customer success, when they get an email of how to log onto the product, for example. Maybe it was just an email. Maybe you could provide an instructional video for the onboarding there. That would be a huge quick win of put yourself. And I've done that in previous roles. We had various products, very technical, and I'm not technically savvy. I I can talk about it in, in surface level, but putting myself in the customer's shoes, downloading the product, seeing the whole experience of what they feel and finding some opportunities there would be the best advice. And I do that with my customers even today that I coach. And when I have new customers come on board from my customer success side of my experience role, I make sure within the first two weeks that there's a quick win that I can deliver to them so they can go back and prove their program or their purchase with our product internally. So not only it's not anything that goes away, you always want to consistently showing and proving quick wins. It's great what you mentioned there about putting yourself in their shoes. And I think we see that ourselves when we sign up to that webinar or when we download an app, just that experience, okay, is it beneficial? Am I even just having a great experience downloading this or attending that uh, webinar, signing up to a X newsletter? I, I completely agree on that. And from your experience and your insights, how have you been able to maintain a customer-led mindset at your at the current organization that you work for? Um, well, that's been really fortunate where... I came in and they were already customer led and customer focused, our CEO and, and three co-founders. So that made it really appealing. And I actually was a prospect, my company of Slap5 prior to coming on board and working. So I saw the value and the benefit of the product and how it can help with, with capturing customer voice. So it made it a little easier because I had the use case in mind of being a customer and then just bringing over that mentality of my customer facing roles and product planning and process planning and program launching, that all kind of fit in really nicely um, with the customer-led mentality because they, for me, were just focused on getting the product out there and getting customers using it, uh, being a startup. So now it's honing in on making sure the customers are using it the right way, they're happy with it, and they continue to use it. So that was kind of the next shift of the organization. So they already were customer-led. Now we're just continuing to strengthen that that customer-led mentality. That's great to hear. So if you will be able to share with us, what have you learned from running that CustomerX Slack community? Yeah, I've definitely, definitely learned a lot. And I am part of other communities if they're in Slack or other forums. And I always kind of look at those and see kind of how they have different channels. I mean, I started with only kind of standard two or three channels. So I've grown and have different topics different channel areas. So I've learned that from other other communities that I'm a part of. And something that I actually just seen one customer success 
community that I'm a part of, Breakout CS, they've just launched different personas, like categorizing what persona you are. So I'm an advocacy titan within their community. So I thought that was really great. I don't know how I'm going to be able to figure that out because I a lot of the customers, a lot of the people within the Customer X community are similar roles, but there may be a way that I could try to roll something out like that because I think that's, I think it's really cool. So you're able to identify people in those personas if you're looking for help on a specific topic or want to network with someone that's an expert in that area. So I think that was really cool. And just being consistent with posting and and making sure that there's various types of channels and events and activities for, for people to do. So that's been the biggest part. And the interesting part of this Customer X community is it's not all my customers. My customers are a part of it, but it's a group in general that are in the same role and same industry that we speak to of our customers. So it's great to have my customers in there trickled in and, and engaging, but it's also great to meet other customer X professionals that are just in the market and have great insights, even though they might not be a customer of ours. Now there is other realms opening up that perhaps initially was customer marketing, success, experience. And now community management. So as you said, it is that blend as well of not only individuals, but knowledge, basically, that you can learn from other people as well. Yes, 100%. Definitely. Before I I let you go, what's in your toolbox, Dana? What mobile or web app you cannot live without? Can I answer two on this? Because I have two. Sure, sure. (laughs) As many as you want, actually. (laughs) I would say, I mean, well, Slack Mm. is an app that I need because I'm not only using it as the community outreach and and connecting with the Customer X community, but I also have individual private channels for each one of my clients Mm. in that Slack. So every time they're onboarded, if if they have the ability to access Slack, I give them an invite if they're not already not already in there, and I create a private channel for myself and them, and that's how we stay connected in between weekly or biweekly calls, and they can put in any support issues, etc. In there, so I'm in there a lot um, on both ends, talking with customers and to the community in general. And then the other app, I don't know if, we're, if, if it's called an app, I'm, I'm assuming it is, is, would be Canva. I, I have. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have fallen into a Canva obsession. I create <laughs> infographics and graphics when, when I'm inspired, I just go in and make something or I think of an idea and I find a template I like and I write some notes on it and I come back to it later. Um, the app on the phone is actually really great and easy to use. I, I use it at night while my daughter's watching her cartoons before bed. I'm on the app and it you can actually design things really well with the Canva app on your phone. So th- those are my two. Yeah, not the same. I, I am a Canva fan, I have to say. I think I, I need to highlight them at some stage, future episode for sure, just around Canva. Yes, 100%. Canvas, <laughs> we're Canvas, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Tenai. It was such a pleasure. And what would be the best way for people to reach out to you? Would it be LinkedIn through the community? Um, Yes, yes. Through LinkedIn would be best. And if you're a Customer X professional and interested in learning about the Customer X community, link in with me and I can share an invite with you. And we have ongoing webinars and events and cohort meetups, a bunch of things always happening. So love, love to meet and network. Thank you so much, Dana. Thank you. Thanks. Take care. This podcast was edited by Aerolitus Smart Edition.